0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 408. How to do what you love and make good money and quitting something you love by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday, Sivers Sunday as I used to call it. It's been a while since I've done this because he doesn't post a lot and most of his blogs are short. So I was running out of content from him that was a good fit for this show. But I found some newer posts that I think you'll like. Anyway, if you're new here, this is where I simply read to you from some amazing blogs covering personal development, minimalism, and more. And I think this is gonna be the last time I mention it, at least for a very long time because registration closes really early on Monday, that's tomorrow. There's an awesome course being put on by a bunch of the authors I read right here on the show, like The Minimalists, Courtney Carver, and more. It's a year-long course on simplicity. If you have any interest at all in hearing these authors live online and having contact with them, Check it out, just go to oldpodcast.com slash learn to learn more about it. But for now, let's get to today's two posts from Derek and start optimizing your life. How to do what you love and make good money by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. The problem, people with a well-paying job ask my advice because they wanna quit to become full-time artists. But full-time artists ask my advice because they're finding it impossible to make money. Let's define art as anything you do for expression, even just blogging or whatever. The solution. For both of them, I prescribe the lifestyle of the happiest people I know. Number one, have a well-paying job. Number two, seriously pursue your art for love, not money. The ingredients. Balance. You've heard about balancing heart and mind or right brain, left brain, or whatever you wanna call it. We all have a need for stability and adventure, certainty and uncertainty, money and expression. Too much stability and you get bored. Not enough and you're devastated. So keep the balance. Do something for love and something for money. Don't try to make one thing satisfy your entire life. In practice then, each half of your life becomes a remedy for the other. You get paid and get stability for part of your day, but then need creative time for expression. So you push yourself creatively, expose your vulnerable darlings to the public, feel the frustration of rejection and apathy, and then long for some stability again, each half a remedy for the other. Job. Be smart and choose something that pays well with a solid future. Look for statistics in your area about what pays the best when factoring in training required. You'll probably need to study for a few years to build up the rare skills that are well-rewarded. Read the book So Good They Can't Ignore You for more great thoughts on this. This is a head choice, not heart choice, since you're not trying to make your job your entire life. Art. Pursue it seriously, take lessons, make weekly progress. Keep improving, even if you've been doing it for decades. If you don't progress and challenge yourself creatively, it won't satisfy the balance. Release and sell your work, like a pro. Find some fans, let them pay you. Make a band and do some gigs for fun. But the attitude is different than someone who needs the money. You don't need to worry if it doesn't sell. You don't need to please the marketplace. No need to compromise your art or value it based on others' opinions. You're just doing this for yourself, art for its own sake. And you're releasing it because that's one of the most rewarding parts, is important for self-identity, and gives you good feedback on how to improve. Self-control. Your main obstacle to this amazing life will be self-control. Mind management to leave your job at the office and not bring it home with you. Time management to stop addictions like social media and video watching and make your art your main relaxing activity. Read the book Daily Rituals for great examples of this. Final thoughts. How nice to not expect your job to fulfill all your emotional needs. How nice to not taint something you love with the need to make money from it. Most full-time artists I know only spend an hour or two a day actually doing their art. The rest is spent on mundane that comes with trying to make it a full-time career. So skip the art career and just do the art. I'm fully expecting you to disagree with this advice, but I've met about 100 people a week for the last 18 years, many of them full-time musicians, many of them not, but the happiest people I know are the ones that have this balance. So there's my blunt template advice, given only because people keep asking. Don't try to make your job your whole life. Don't try to make your art your sole income. Let each be what it is and put in the extra effort to balance the two for a rewarding life. Quitting Something You Love by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Personal change needs some space to happen. To bring something new into your life, you need somewhere to put it. If your current habits are filling your day, where are these new habits supposed to go? The English word quit comes from Old French meaning to free or to release. We know about quitting something that's bad for you or something you hate, but what about quitting something you love? I rebel against anything that feels like addiction. When I hear myself saying I need this, I want to challenge that dependency and prove my independence. It's usually something tiny. I always kept mints in the car. One day when I ran out, I thought, oh no, I need more. But as soon as I felt that need, no mints in the car since that day. Sometimes it's something big. I used to have an awesome job. I loved it so much that I became too comfortable. So I made myself quit. That made me figure out how to be a full-time musician. In 2010, I felt addicted to America. It was my comfort zone. I loved it too much. I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. So I made myself quit. I haven't lived there since 2010 and probably never will again. People often ask if I miss any of it. Any regrets? Not at all. I still love everything I quit, but not as much as I love all this room for change. If you think this sounds horrible, congratulations. I'm thankful for people like you. I'm glad ACDC has been playing the exact same music for 43 years without quitting, but that would be for me. Today, I'm quitting something I've loved doing part-time since 1994 and basically full-time since 2008. I'm no longer answering email questions. In the last eight years, I've answered over 192,000 emails from 78,000 people. Most of them had giant life-size questions that took me hours a day to answer. I'll continue to reply to emails, but just not questions. It was definitely an addiction. I still love it, so it's hard to quit. But it's time to make room for change. You just listened to the post titled How to Do What You Love and Make Good Money and Quitting Something You Love, both by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Those are common questions I see, so hopefully you found them helpful. And this is the last time you'll be hearing about this from me because registration is closing in close to 24 hours, the minimalist, Courtney Carver, Mark and Angel, and some other amazing authors are coming together to do a full year-long course on simplicity. You get to interact with them live, or you can watch the videos later. Plus, there's a Facebook group where you can meet like-minded people, which is optional. There's optional homework, and just a ton of value and wisdom from these authors. To learn more about it, visit oldpodcast.com learn. Again, you won't hear about this anymore because registration is closing in just about 24 hours, depending on when you hear this. Again, come by oldpodcast.com slash learn to learn more. And I'll leave it at that. I hope the rest of your weekend is amazing. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. It really means a lot. Tomorrow will likely be Minimalist Monday, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance,